Welcome to Love, Sex, and Relationships with the Professor and Professor T. Love. And today's topic is body image and social media. We bring this wow. up because of the events that occurred with Lizzo. Um, she did a very nice, sexy, interesting video with Cardi B called Rumors. I thought, th- you know, I saw it. I thought it was pretty cool. But apparently there was a huge backlash, huge, huge, huge backlash, where people right. did not care for, I guess, how she looked, what she had on, what she was doing. Um, and, you know, she she was, you know, she got some very, very hateful um, comments concerning this. You know, um, I don't know all the comments, but I know that they, they were not nice. And she took the social media and she appeared to have like this major breakdown. You know, she was talking about how the, the hurtful comments how um, <clears throat> it was hurtful, what she received, and so forth and so on. And there was a lot of people who commented on how she looked or her behavior, or what she was doing. You know, some people are saying, you know, oh, what does she expect? This is what she's doing. She's all over the place. The body's everywhere. Nobody wants to look at that. I mean, the, the comments vary from positive to extremely degrading and negative so she you know she's been hurt but I know that there's other celebrities who have gone through similar things but she's being brought more to the forefront or hers is more to the forefront because she's a plus size girl I really hate that term plus size I like to say queen size (laughs) I hate plus size because I'm like plus white, but that's another story. Um, I say. So, what do you think? What is your comment? Well, I like to say thick, but we say thick. <laughs> thick is a compliment. You know what I'm saying? Um, mm-hmm. that you you just thick in the waist and every place else. I like that term. You know what I'm saying? Nice and thick. Mm-hmm. You know, and thick, thick um, in the waist, cute in the face. That's right. You know what I'm saying? And um. That's my term, you know, thick. Um, you know, there have been more provocative women than Lizzo, and they were thick. Mm-hmm. One I can think of is Mae West. Mae West didn't give a damn about what anybody thought about her. And, you know, for the time period that Mae West came out, because Mae West used to do striptease, um... I think she did um she did where she showed her body back in the twenties and the thirties. And Mae West just had this swag about her. And she carried it. And I think um Mae West would be proud of Lizzo. Because Mae West wasn't skinny. She was a big woman. And but she had this thing about her. She had beauty about her. And she knew how to carry herself, and she knew how to handle men. You understand? One thing about Mae West is that she, she, you know, if somebody said something negative, she came back at him. Not with no cursing. She just had her way of putting you in check. You know? And Lizzo is no different. Okay? Um, Lizzo 
is expressing herself. And mm. she made a comment and said, I'm not making, me, making music for white people. I'm not making music for anybody. I'm a black woman making music. I make black music, period. I'm not mm -hmm. serving anyone but myself. And everyone is invited to a Lizzo show, to a Lizzo song, to this good energy. Everyone is invited. And you know, that sounds like something Mae West would have said. You know, um, people people don't think that far. You know, um, you know, and we don't look at some of the black women um, throughout history that have been in entertainment. That, like, like for instance, um, um, it, she was um, the sister from St. Louis who lived in Paris. Very famous lady. She used to be in the Follies. Um, she used to show her body all the time and she found her audience in France it'll come to me but this legendary black woman she embraced every part of who she was and the people loved it especially in France they loved her okay so I am all for it you know what I'm saying people may not like how she's displaying herself but it's no different than some of the women that came before her that did the same thing and did it with swag what do you think mm. i i think i mean i would agree with you but i think what people uh, are pointing out is some of the ratchet behavior <laughs> i think uh i don't i don't i don't have a problem with her showing a body and to it. But actually, personally, I don't have a problem with it at all. If you, you know, whether you engage in ratchet behavior or not, it doesn't really matter to me. I don't really care. You know, you're, I, I expect certain things from artists to be expressive. You know, I expect them to have a certain flair. I expect them to have a certain amount of flamboyancy. So I personally don't get offended by her. You know, I think that it's great that she's com she feels comfortable enough to do that. And that it may shed light and give other people encouragement to be comfortable enough to just do anything a, a little risque or out of their norm. You know what I mean? Um, I, but I think some people are looking at more of the, the ratchet behavior, meaning when she does things that look like it would be, you know, an IG model you know the the twerking and all that stuff i think that's when some people have most of the problem with it i actually saw the video i thought the video was very nice yes i thought it was beautiful you know right. um cardi you know i don't know how much of her creativity was in it but whoever created it whether it's cardi and lizzo or lizzo and cardi whatever whatever combination was i just thought it was um nicely done you know um and I, I think a lot of those videos are nicely done. I, I love a lot of the stuff that she does. Um, even, you know, um, even her, you know, dress in a certain way. You know, when she's on stage, if she wants to wear a bodysuit, I, I don't see anything wrong with it. If she's comfortable with it, I'm comfortable with it. I just think, you know, she does the racket thing. You know, like they showed a video of her. Somebody 
recently was given a commentary on, you know, you can't feel sorry for a person that lives in a million dollar house, talking about her. And she was, you know, twerking and there was a group of men uh, spraying water on her butt as she was bent over twerking. And then there was another video of her with some, yeah, they was all splashing her up and she's twerking and slapping the butt cheeks or whatever. And then there's another video where she, it looks like she has on some kind of leather vest and she's twerking once again and she doesn't have any underwear, no pants on and the, or, or she probably has a thong on, but I, you know, I can't see, you know, a lot of thongs are eaten up by somebody's butt, butt cheeks, no matter what size you are. That's want. true. You see them chaps but on the, Beyonce, they got eaten up. <laughs> I didn't even know she had a thong yet, but you know. But the point is, the video she's twerking and she has like a leather vest on. She bends over, and you know, you, you, whole her ass is all out. You see the whole ass. And to me, I think that is where um, the, the some of the issues come from because there's nothing wrong with being sexy. I mean, and that goes for anybody. Nothing wrong with being sexy, but you know, it's when and where. You know what I mean? If she's doing in a performance, you expect that. You expect her to have a certain amount of sensuality, sexiness. And if she happens to show her ass and her titties, okay, well, that's part of what the show is. You know, um, you don't get too, you don't really get too bent out of shape out of it. But I'm just saying that's what I think some of the people are, because they're not used to really seeing a queen size or thick. That's right. Lady doing more ratchet behavior. Well, whenever we see that ratchet behavior, let me say, whenever you see that ratchet behavior, you normally see it on the quote unquote IG model, the fans only page. You okay. know, it's this woman with this, you know, unusual shape because that is not the norm. We all don't have, you know, big boobs, really tiny waist, and these huge hips and thighs, you know like we just came out of plastic surgery from, from the Dominican Republic or Turkey or wherever. Damn. When you he, said Turkey, yeah. I was like, damn. Okay. Yeah, I know. But the whole point is you, you, you have these women with these tiny, tiny waist, big hips, big butt, and they're just twerking. They're doing everything. I mean, and they're doing it from, you know, you, you see hundreds of videos of this and nobody flinches because, you know, there's no there's, there's apparently no lumps, no dumps, no dimples, no nothing, no scars. Well, I did see somebody with a scar one time, but that's another story. You don't yeah. see gunshot wounds, you don't see all of those things. So when you see her and she's a little dimply, then I think that's where people get the offensiveness from. You know, I, I personally don't, I, whatever you, know what? <laughs> you want to do. The person that I was speaking above about was Josephine mm-hmm. Baker. Okay. Mm-hmm. And she had to. Um, deal with the level of ra- racism um, her as a black woman showing her body and the fact that she was a black woman she dealt with that and that's why mm-hmm. she left the United States and went to Paris mm-hmm. because they embraced mm-hmm. her France embraced her they embraced her her body her 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 um, sexuality they embraced her mm-hmm. as a black woman you know mm-hmm. um, and you're right but I think the key thing is here is that they people do have a problem seeing a big woman expressing herself the way she is expressing herself. 
And that is what the problem is. People have an issue with that. You know what I'm saying? And, you know, and, and maybe people don't like how she's doing it, but I'm still giving her kudos um, anyway. Um, maybe, you know, um, if she is mentored by somebody, because, you know, a lot of people like to, you know, throw, throw stuff at you, throw shit at you. You know, oh, you know, this and this and this. But nobody's really trying to help her either. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. There are women that have come before Lizzo, you know. And it's not that Lizzo's not an accomplished black woman, because she mm-hmm. is. She mm-hmm. she is a musician. I didn't know she was an accomplished Buddhist. I was like, go, girl. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. This girl got it going on. But the very mm-hmm. fact that she's a big woman is what people got an issue with. And yes, okay, maybe there's some places you may not like her flaunting her body at, but I don't see nobody mm-hmm. offering. There are people that gave her positive affirmations about what she's doing and who she is, and I love that because they have to balance that out. But at the same time, there, you know, you, you're criticizing her, but this is a sister. To me, I feel she has a heart of gold. Um, there are women before her. You know, it's not like somebody saying, let me take you under my wing. I mean, Cardi B is showing love to her. You know what I'm saying? There are other women out here, I'm sure, that we have not seen that are showing love to her and telling her to express herself fully. But I think the problem that people have with is the fact that she is a a, a large woman. She's a big woman. She's a thick woman. And they, you know, they'll, they'll, they'll let other people get away with showing their ass. But when it comes to her, no, she shouldn't be showing her ass like that because she's too big and all of that. I'm going to tell you, there are women before Lizzo that were doing the same thing that she was doing many years before her and many years after her. When Madonna was getting up there and doing her ratchetness, Madonna is a billionaire off of her ratchetness. Okay, I'm serious because I really didn't see what was appealing about Madonna, but Madonna did have some kind of swag. You know what I'm saying? And that's what took her to where she is now she is considered like you know marlena dietrich who's an actress and a singer and marlena dietrich had this thing where she would cross gender lines you could see her as a woman or you could see her as a man but she was always controversial you understand what i'm saying she was always a controversial woman but she lived life on her own terms and in fact um madonna said that she admired Marlena Dietrich because she lived life on her own terms and I think Lizzo should live life on her own terms whether we like it or not live life on your own terms the only thing that I got an issue with is you know don't get your validation from social media that's bullshit you know what I'm saying God made you who you are whether we like you or we don't like you inside love you go ahead I mean, I agree with you. Um, yeah, Madonna did have swag, but, you know, Claudia just kept, you know, she was a culture vulture, too. Cause yes, she, t- yes, very much. That, no doubt. Okay. No doubt. So that that came from there. But I, I think what it is is, like, I think, you know, analyzing and looking at it now, to me, Lizzo is like a combination. Like, she's very accomplished uh, artist and so forth and so on. But her style or her unapologetic 
right. to is to me to be compared to Rihanna. Yes. She's just bigger than Rihanna. Because Rihanna, well, I don't know how often Rihanna shows her ass, but oh, oh, she, um, I, I've seen, you know, a couple of things she did, you know. Right. But I think, right. but that's why I'm emphasizing the context in which Lizzo showed her ass. Those two events were not, you know, I mean, maybe one of them was a private event, the pool one. I don't really know. I just know what I saw. Um, and then, but the one with her walking down the street is, but, you know, once again, if you say Beyonce or Rihanna showing their ass, it's the contest, meaning it's an event. They're wearing something highly risque at an event, which is actually going to bring them attention and put them on the cover of People magazine. But I think with Lizzo, she's she's still she's doing the same thing, which is nothing wrong with it. But I think it's when and where she does it, because I mean I think a lot of people already know she she's a thick woman. She's not going nowhere. You know, and I I do agree with you. I think she should stay off of it. I know that they're adding features and Facebook did something to Lizzo's account where it removed the hurtful comments. Yes. And Instagram is making some kind of limit account where hurtful comments will be removed. So, I mean, I think anybody who's a celebrity or, or you're on the rise like that, you have to ignore the uh, the hurtful comments. Yeah, you you, you, you have just to. do it. because listen. Before social media, people were saying shit. Okay, people were saying all kind of things about Madonna, right? And I'm sure people were saying even more hurtful things to jo- to Josephine Baker. They May West. They were saying I'm sure, especially people that were far right. Oh. Why she getting up there doing that? That's not what a lady's supposed to do. You know, mm-hmm. everything is always bordered on what should a woman do? What is considered ladylike? You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And when you have women that push the envelope in terms of expression, because we just, you know, we just got through talking about how men, like when we were talking about sexual harassment, right? Mm-hmm. Men are depending on how you look at it some men are um indoctrinated to think it's okay you know to be a certain way with women even though it might be considered offensive to them right Mm -hmm. but when you have a woman that's not hurting anybody she's not really hurting anybody these women are not hurting anybody okay these are women that are expressing who they are with within their own boundaries right and basically proud of who they are you know what i'm saying not really um some people say well they're over sexualizing themselves okay that's a that's a topic for another day right Mm -hmm. but at the same time i think the issue is because she's thick you know what i'm saying Mm -hmm. and a lot of times are in this culture we have been indoctrinated to think that thick women should not should be um um heard but not seen i flipped that there's always seen and not heard heard and not seen and usually society because remember back in the in in the um in european days in terms of like the 15th the 16th century rubenesque women were painted all the time you saw them in portraits white thick women no clothes on because that 
they, you know, they liked women that were thick and they would paint them. So as soon as a sister wants to show the quote unquote European term Rubenesque body, y'all got a problem with it. And I think it's hypocritical because you've seen that throughout white culture in terms of in Europe. Okay. Only until we started becoming uh, citizens of this country, we're determining what is considered beautiful. Okay. Mm-hmm. And lately, if you, if you deprive yourself of a couple of meals, oh, she's beautiful. And then on the low, you got men that like thick women. They do. Mm-hmm. And women. I mean, even myself. A lot of the women I've dated, they, could, they range from slim to thick. I usually like thick women. Okay? I've had women that mm-hmm. look just like Lizzo. A couple of women. Love them to death. You know what I'm saying? So, it depends on... It, it's like this culture teaches us that, oh, you know, they look at black women as mammies, especially when they thick. Oh, you know what I'm saying? You know, they look at her as a mammy. Look, you know, she go out there and she gonna raise somebody else's kids and all that. But she can't be sexy. That's bullshit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's bullshit, and you know it. Yeah, that's that's very true. That's that bullshit. Very, very because I know Boyce Watkins was saying what he said about her, and then I'm sure whatever she was doing with the twerking and stuff like that. But you know what? At the end of the day, Lizzo is living her life. Okay. Only thing that I say is, you know, what's with the racial comments? Because if she was slim, would you call her a nigga? Would you call her a a, a black a bitch? You understand what I'm saying? I, like I said, it's about the size, and I feel that there's certain labels that are, are prescribed to different sizes of women. You know what I'm saying? Now, on the low, a lot of people like thick black women. They. Mm-hmm what you call uh, chubby chasers. Okay? Well, I don't even like that term. My husband did. Right. There are men that they love being with big women. White, black, Asian. I don't care who it is. Oh, wait. Hold on. Hold on. Keep that thought. So like I was saying, you know what I'm saying? It is, you know, it's it's bullshit. I just think it's utter bullshit. What you think? I, I do think it is, but I, I also think, you know, trolls, trolls are there, you know, they, you, you just have to use them as motivation. You can't let what they say because, you know, somebody said it that, a lot of people live and become very powerful on social media. Mm-hmm. But if you met them in person, they could not handle it if you were ready to punch them in the face. Yeah. That's why they talk all that trash. Mm-hmm. And you can't let that trash get to you. You have to realize, you know, everybody has a job. That's right. You know, and maybe that's their job. But you, you, you can't take that personal. 
there is nobody who you know who has accomplished something that does not encounter negativity that's right you're going to encounter it you're going to you're going to experience you're going to see it you're going to do that you're going to and there's not a lot you can do about it because you you can't get upset you can't allow that to to take away from who you are right i mean you can work to use it to uh encourage you to motivate you but you you can't you you can't allow someone to take um too much from you you know what I mean? You, you you can't you can't allow someone to say, hey, you know, this is who you are, and so forth and so on. You can't do that. No, you can't. No, nor should you. Sh- nor should you. Nor should you. You should never allow someone to to have that much power over you. Because there's going to be people to say. Of course, there's going to be people that don't like, you know, someone who's sick. There's going to be people that don't like people that short. There's going to right. be people who don't like people with, with implants. There's going right. to not like people who are natural. They're going to not like people who, who who eat meat. People who don't eat meat, who eat cheese. Who don't, I mean, there's always going to be something that somebody doesn't like about you. That's right. But you can't allow it to consume you. Now, if it's really, effect, I mean, you know, some people say Lizzo is putting a performance. I don't know. If it's really affecting her, I would really hope that she reduces what she sees, someone edits what she sees, because she doesn't need the, the negative comments. She needs the co- positive comments so she can keep going and doing what she does, make great music, and, and be the best she could be. I do think she probably needs an image consultant who can work and refine her sexiness. Right. You know, because ratchet on anybody is not cute. I don't care. Even on Cardi, well, it's not cute. Th- well, that's true. And I think... I mean, she Unless needs... you mastered being cute and ratchet. Well, <laughs> she well Madonna did. <laughs> she did. Oh, but she's, she, she mastered no, ratchetness. She, she did. She, remember, she that's culture vulture. She, that's why she had swag. She had to do it a certain way. Cardi mastered ratchetness, but she made it cute because she's short and cute. She's, you know, she's worked on her image. I'm saying if you want to do ratchet, it's okay, but you need to refine it. Madonna didn't come up with the like most white people. She didn't come up with that idea herself. She stole that from the underground. We all know well, that. she did. She would go to the club scene or all club scenes because you know all the queens and everybody else in there. Guess what? They had that to a science. Yeah, that was that was innate. That was natural. Right. They came out the womb like that. Mm-hmm. You know. And like I said, another culture vulture who takes from the culture, and it doesn't get the props that it should. But they benefit and made right. her a, a staple. And then you got a whole bunch of other people who think she's the originator, and she was not. No. And they copy it. But I'm just saying with Lizzo. She needs to find someone who can take a little bit of that, hone it, um, refine it, because she's a beautiful girl. She to me, she's very beautiful. So I agree. it's real important that who who whoever is the designer that behind her, because all of them have image consultants that yes. refine the image, just like Mary. Mm-hmm. 
Mary used to wear, remember what she used to wear? And then she had that girl, I don't know her name, Misha. Well, Misha, um, Misha, um, Misha was a Misha. Yeah, Misha. Um, Misha. Sorry, yes. I apologize. She was her, she, her, her um, fashion consultant. Her style. Yeah, she was her stylist. Right. But the whole point is she refined that. And even to this day, she took it to another level. Right. I think that's that's what Lizzo needs. She needs someone to refine all of that. Right. Bring bring what she has, the energy, the sexiness, the, right. the adventures, the craziness, the everything. Right. Take all of that and do that. And I, I think all women should have somebody... Well, all people should have somebody to help them with their image and take them to another level. But you know what? I, I find that interesting. Somebody else spoke about that. Um, trying to remember where, you know, in Motown, when when Barry Gordy um, put out his label, he wanted to give a certain image to America of African Americans that were singing, okay, on his label, and he had. Uh, this lady by the name of Miss Maxine Powell, who lived to the age of 96, okay? She died a couple of years, a few years ago. She was the image consultant. Barry Gordy hired her to give, take these people, <laughs> and if they had ratchet ways, she refined it, okay? Exactly. And she presented some, she took these people from literally nothing and made them the showcase of Motown in terms of look, glamour, mannerisms, clothing, everything. She refined them. And that also, what people, don't get me wrong, the music was essential, but the image was just as important. And that I believe that's why Motown was very successful because of how Barry Gordy wanted these artists and this music to be presented. That's right. Well, that's why I think she needs that. Because I think, you know, she she needs to have someone that can really push her. Right. Push her image, what she, you know, who and what she is to a totally different level. Everybody right. has that. Mm-hmm. You know, we all can't be like Beyonce and have a mother who's highly creative and, you know, they sit down and make clothes and do hair all day. We all, we all aren't that fortunate. Mm-hmm. But I, I just feel that... Um, she 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 needs that and she needs to get something like that yeah or someone like that you know um to to help her because i i think that would help her really one take it to another level right um be where she needs to be and so forth and so on yeah um and here's something um psychology today has a thing about the dangers of a negative body image right so poor body image like how you see yourself is can affect you in many ways it can affect you in your career your relationships satisfaction and your overall quality of life and a lot of times we zero in on those areas nose breasts or legs or whatever but you can get a disorder behind that you know what i'm saying Mm -hmm. um in fact they call it body dysmorphic disorder right mm-hmm. where it's where people who opt to have cosmetic surgery to change whatever you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. so but you know it's important and it can start early like in this case like with lizzo you know children 
you know, we experienced body awareness as young as eight, eight years old, mm -hmm. and more likely to have a reaction to peer pressure. You know, listen, I've had it. People used to call me fatso, right? Because I was chubby as a kid. Call me fatso. And let me tell you, somebody calling you fatso makes you feel bad because we're taught to think that being fat is negative. You know what I'm saying? And it makes you self-conscious. And it can cause you to have a disorder from your teenage years to an adult. And they said more women than men suffer. Somehow they accept men being fat but not women. You know? That's why I said there is an issue around her being thick. Because if you see Boyce Watkins, right? Boyce Watkins used to be very heavy. And then he got on a regimen and he lost weight. So I felt it was wrong really for him to do that because you were a person that was heavy. And yes, Lizzo has to be conscious of being healthy as well. But of all people, you were heavy and you're out here slamming somebody that's heavy. See, that's where I got the problem with. Not so much, you know, don't get me wrong. Boyce Watkins, he... He is a guy that he, um, you know, very accomplished man, and he's done a lot. And he wants black people to be better, and I get it. But that doesn't mean you have a right to do that, okay? Because you were there, you know. And how do you think that plays on her psyche? And I think throughout her life, she has gone through that, where people were calling her fat. You understand? You too big. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And um. I think, you know, we have to be sensitive to that. And I think people are more sensitive to men than they are to women when it comes to that. You know what I'm saying? Because there's always that heavy burden of a woman to present herself in a certain way. And I do agree with you, though. You can get an image consultant to take that energy you have and present it in a different way. But you don't have to compromise yourself. You don't have to go through all these changes. Okay, I need to lose weight. I need to do this. You know, you wanting to do that has to come from within. I don't care what anybody tells you. You in your mind, in your heart, have to feel, okay, it's time to make a change. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, psych psychologically, doing that to a person is damaging. Okay, and I can see why she gets on social media and she shows herself because she said, listen, I love who I am. Okay, might be a couple of ratchet photos here and there, but I love who I am. I don't care if you don't love who I am, but when you put that in somebody's mind, especially a woman, and, and I know personally for myself because I've been heavy most of my life. Okay, I know how that, how that is, and I had to... Um, overcome that by 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 taking care of me, not only physically but but spiritually. You understand what I'm saying? And say, you know what? If God thinks I'm good enough, I'm good enough. Okay? People love you in spite of, and be around those people that love you in spite of that. You understand what I'm saying? And there's a way that you can talk to people. Um, if you feel like if she goes to the doctor and the doctor says, listen, Lizzo, we need you to drop a couple of pounds um, because it's affecting you health wise. That's different. But you're out. These are there people out here talking to her like they her doctor. They ain't her doctor. If anything, they're making her suffer more. OK. Go ahead. Uh, 
I I mean, I I I agree. But that's why I said I think a lot of it is I hope that she is. Uh, I don't know if it's a publicity. I don't know what the right. whole story is, but whatever it is, I think she needs to focus on her health, her mental, her mental health, her physical right. health. Um, and under, I mean, but this is something she's encountered all her life. Yes, uh, that's what I'm saying. Vast, vast majority of her life. That's or, right. But all the more reason why you need to cut off the comment. Right. Okay. If you know you've already encountered this, then you have to remove the toxicity from your life. Yes. You can't you can't keep letting it in and then getting mad because it comes in. Right. That's true. Somewhere along you gotta take control. If she knows if when she first came out people were saying negative comments, then right then and there you should have cut it off. That's right. Don't go in there and start hooping and hollering and crying. You don't need to do that. Mm-hmm. You don't need to do that. That's right. You know. Because you're not protecting your mental health and then that's, that's right. why people or could see it as a publicity stunt uh-huh. um, that's because why if you if you yeah. if you're very caring about your that you love yourself and all of this if you love yourself you ain't gonna let nobody talk to you like that no. so you're doing a contradiction to yourself don't do that right Get on their case, say what you gotta say, and and keep it moving. And get off. And you know what? I think she needs somebody to handle her social media for her. You know what I mean? Because a lot of artists don't spend all their time on social media. Sometimes they do. Sometimes you'll see Janet Jackson, because um, I follow Janet ja- Janet Jackson. And sometimes Janet, Janet will post up some stuff, you know, once in a while, and she'll chime and. You know what I mean? Because she's feeling in that mood. You know, there are a lot of um, people that Jada Pinkett, she posts up. You know what I'm saying? But if she feels she needs somebody to handle the social media for her, because if it's not social media, it'll be YouTube. If it's not YouTube, it'll be Twitter. If it's not Twitter, it might be Entertainment Tonight. If it's not Entertainment Tonight, then it might be... um, um, some other uh, the news, the newspaper, mm-hmm. the New Yorker. I could go on mm-hmm. and on and on. Mm-hmm. That's why you have publicists. Publicists right. handle that, right? But that's why I'm saying you know? that she has to she has to take accountability because right. because she's also coming out saying love yourself and then love yourself all the way. Don't right. just love your body right. and run around naked. Don't do that. Don't right. just do that. You right. do that, but also do the other part of locking out toxicity. I mean, you talked about when you, you know, you, people call you chubby. My mother called me fat. Mm-hmm. That still bothers me. Yeah. Yeah. Well, even my father. My mother, even... and my, my mother and my sister call me fat. Right. I have my family members. They call me fat. You know, but yet and still, we were surrounded by fat people. Well, you know, I know I got they got it. They got on my nerves with that, and I told them that they that I wasn't fat. They were just flat chested. That's why. Yeah, I used to do that too. Yeah, because some of them, I'm like, you talk about me. Mm-hmm. I said I look like I need to send some titties to you. <laughs> exactly. You know because you know when you when you have big boobies, right? When right. you have big boobies, you look bigger in the mm-hmm. picture, even if you're skinny. 
That's like, right. People who are skinny and they got big boobies, they they look fuller. You know, like, right. Wow. But then right. when you see them, you're like, oh, you just got a big chest. Right. So that's why. Yeah. Because I used to be called fat, and I was a very active person as a kid. I played all kinds of sports, but I still was, you know, I was I still was big. You know what I'm saying? But to me. When I was able to go out with guys that people couldn't go out with, I didn't give a fuck no more. <laughs> Excuse my French. I didn't care. They loved me. You know what I'm saying? Didn't matter. You know? Because a lot of times when people calling you fat, that's their own insecurity. They don't that means you don't focus on what's wrong with them. And I always felt that. A lot of well, times people also go yeah. Ahead. yeah, go ahead. Um, I think it's also a lot of times that people say these things to be hurtful. I mean, and it's not just that. It's also um, in relationships. I was yeah. in relationships and before, um, especially like after I had my daughter, you right. know, I'm not, I'm not me gaining weight. I, I'm, I'm not one of these lucky women that if they gain weight, they get this hourglass body, even though they, <laughs> right. you know, got a, they got a nice they got a little tummy. I gain weight and I'm shaped like a Morton Ninja Turtle. You know, I'm big in the front, flat in the back. You know, my ass and one on one unit. So before that, you know, before, like after I had my daughter and I was dating, I remember, you know, a lot of guys used to say very cool things to me. And they would be like, oh, you know, you know, we were arguing or something and they called me SpongeBob SquarePants. Uh-huh. And I used to just cry. I used to be so hurt by that. Wow. Then, you know, I remember they said that one time and I said, but SpongeBob is rich. Your ass is broke. <laughs> That's right. Come back with it. I had to learn to That's come right. Back. Like, That's right. Like, mm-hmm. And same thing. They used to, oh, you got a, you got a big forehead like Sade. Sade wow. is rich. Right. Your ass is broke. That's right. <laughs> you can say what you want about Sade. You understand? Uh-huh. Exactly, but, exactly. But you know what I'm saying? And I and, and I agree. You know what I'm saying? People would say all kinds of stuff. You know what I'm saying? And, um, yeah. And like I said, I always had an uh, admiration for thick women. I've always gone with thick women. I think the skinniest woman I ever went with, <laughs> I think it was Rena. Rena was the, the skinniest one. I've never really, other than her, a lot of the ladies I've dated or have been in relationship with, relationships with have been tall and thick. Mm-hmm. Mouth inclined ones. That's right. Ooh, uh-huh. But I mean, nonetheless, we can, we can get into our personal thing. But I'm just right. saying that but I that's... think that, but my whole point with Lizzo or anybody who is going through that, it's important for you to cut off those comments. Like, yes. I don't, I'm not, I'm not taking those those things of people saying those comments to me any anymore right like if you have something if you have anything negative even if it's uh micro aggressive you know something so slight i'm i'm gonna analyze it and i'm gonna keep you at a distance so i'm not gonna have anything to do with you right. because my mental health and my sanity that's is right 
very important. And it's and very, very important because, that's right. you know, those little things eat at you and you do develop issues later yes. on. Anxiety, depression, you know, you, you could have body dysphoria, everything, you know. That's why we had at one point so many women, and it was a lot of minority women, especially when the Kardashians came out and became very famous for all these, um, you know, body alterations. Yeah. So you have black women who some of them already had a big butt and they're getting That's butt right. injections and they were dying, you know, and big, big weight. I mean, big boobs and stuff like that. You know, the, the Kardashians, they coined that. Right. You know, they made they made millions and, you know, millions of dollars off a body that originally wasn't there. Still isn't there. Right. But that, that's their whole success. Right. Mm-hmm. But that's part of that body dysmorphic disorder. Okay. Exactly, but that's why all the more reason it's important to listen. If you want to get a nip and tuck, it's none of my business. Right. But before you get a nip and tuck, work with what you have. That's because right. even those people who who get nips and tucks, and I remember I don't know the girl's name, I forgot her name, but she's um Tiny's friend, Ti's wife. She used to be Tiny's friend, yeah, like a yeah, brown yeah. skin girl. Yeah. And one time she was on. She was on the on the TV, and I, I think it was a view one of those shows. I don't know. Right. And she was talking about how she, you know, you get a lot, you know, she got some surgery done, and let's uh-huh. say she removed the fat from her back. She removed the fat from her back. It went to her arms. She removed wow. the the fat from her arms, and right. it went to her legs, right. and it would travel. So right. that's why it's so important. To, to work with the body you have. So if you do decide to go down that road, if that's something you decide to do, because no one can stop you, then try to um, do the best you can with the body that you have. And also, looking, and this is exactly why we're talking about social media, okay? In the article from Psychology Today, right, about body image, they said to put body image back into perspective it is suggested that you curb the use of social media platforms where visitors are constantly reminded of the outside's value placed on looks and image are ill advised and if snapping a selfie makes you feel worse then avoid it no one deserves to go through life hating the place where they live which is their body Okay. Mm-hmm. So all the more reason is that either she learns how to deal with that or filter out stuff or she has someone handle the social media. But I really do believe you should not get your validation of who you are through social media platforms. Platforms. Yeah, I don't think she gets um the validation from that but I mean, I, I hear what you're saying on it. I just think it's very important that she, um, you know, just look at if it's, if it's really damaging her, that she just walks away from it. Right. Um, and, and, and just takes care of herself. Right. Like, Take care of you. Yeah, I think that's important. Yeah. It's very important. It's, it's the ultimate. Take care of you. And that may, that may mean distancing yourself from social media also yeah because sometimes you need to take a break 
You do. You know, I'm sure, I do. Yeah, because I'm I'm sure the very I'm sure Beyonce and yeah. Cardi and all these other people. I'm sure. Well, maybe not Cardi, but but I know I'm sure a lot of people take breaks from it because you have to. Listen, you have to. Beyonce probably has somebody handling her social media. You know what? Beyonce is too busy doing stuff with her clothing line. She making moves. So you can get somebody to handle that. You know what I mean? Too busy making money. Well, also to me, you don't need to do that. Like that's that's why it's important not to to pay attention to it. Right. You know, even if she, you know, because I I can't ever remember a time where I saw Beyonce with a cell phone in her hand. Right. Her and Jay Z very rarely. That's you, you right. Kardashians, they constantly have cell. You see a lot of people with cell phones, but mm-hmm. Beyonce, I have never seen her with a cell phone. And you know what? I can honestly, say I that. like that. And, and Janet Jackson, she's another one. Some right. people you never see with a cell phone. Mm-hmm. Because you know what? It's not worth checking. No. And it, and it, and it's like Marlon Wayans. Marlon Wayans was because he he did, he did um a dramatic role as Aretha Franklin's husband, Ted White with uh Jennifer Hudson. He said his brothers um Keenan and Damon, they don't do social media. He said, "Why am I going to do it now?" <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Exactly. And, and and even though they're not from that era of social media, they still don't mm-hmm. see a need for it. And because that's what there they, is no need for it. <laughs> they don't get their validation. They, he said, well, I'm going to do it now. You know? there, there's, there's no real need for it. Mm-hmm. If unless, I mean, to me, unless you're promoting your business. Right. If you're promoting your business, then right. that's different. Right. Like to me, yeah. I, I'm not I, I'm not on social. That's why some people say, oh, did you see what I sent you? Uh, uh, I don't I do the mean same to shit ignore too. it. I don't mean it's not that I mean to ignore it, right, but, but you busy. I, I don't. Yeah, I mean, once I do posts and stuff, I'll do yeah, what I, I do need too. to do. But for the most part, you know, to me, one, it could be just as addicting as, as anything. Because sometimes I want that thing. I was looking at all kinds of stuff, and you know, my new thing is TikTok because I love the videos on on the cooking. Uh-huh. This is one one sister. She does this video, vegan stuff, but that's another yeah. one. But nonetheless. I, I put it in perspective. Like, right. I could do without it. Mm-hmm. I have so many other activities, sewing, the, the right. podcast, business, everything, my, my life. And just sometimes, I don't want to talk to nobody. You know what? That's so funny that you say that because I'm getting like that now. Like, I'm like, sometimes I leave my phone mm-hmm. um, because I don't live by that. You know what I'm saying? I think since we've gotten where, you know, remember, you and I come from the era with the rotary phone <laughs> and, the, and the baby doll phone and the, and the, mm-hmm. and the digital phone. And mm-hmm. then we came into the era of the cell phone. We don't take calls at home anymore, right? Remember, mm-hmm. at least when you took calls at home, you had space. You know what I'm saying? You can either pick up the phone or not pick up the phone or mm-hmm. it went to the answering machine. You know what I'm saying? We didn't have to worry about carrying a phone in our pockets. Now that we have a phone in our pockets, it triggers you to respond. And sometimes I miss that about having phone calls at home because at least you had space 
And if there was any news that you needed to know, you found out when you got home. Okay? You didn't have to How find out. You found, you found out when you needed to find out. That's right. And if you didn't me, want to be bothered, you took the phone off the hook. Yeah. See, with these cell phones, you could do that. a do not disturb or whatever. But it's never really off the hook. You know what I'm saying? And um, I agree with you with that. And sometimes I don't, you know, I'm getting to this point where I like my private time. And if that means I don't respond to social media, if that means I don't pick up the phone, it's okay. It really is. It really yeah, is. And the, and the thing is, you, you have to you have to look at that. Yeah. You have to look at that. You have to, to pay attention. And that's why, you know, I value my time at home. Like, yeah. if, I'm, if I have to go out, and right. I'm rushing home. I'm like right. rushing home. I don't want to yes. talk to nobody. Yes. I get yes. like that. Yes, because even you know. even when I go to my parents' house, right, love them to death, but I want to go home. I want to come to my house because I enjoy my home because it's like what you said to me one time. It's not just where you live. It's your home, and you made it that way. You know what I'm saying? So as far as Lizzo is concerned, she needs to reevaluate that. You know, what's important to you? Your sanity or marching to somebody else's drum beat. Mm-hmm. Right? So. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right, Professor. Okay, we're going to wrap it up again. Yeah. yeah. And, um, you know, the one of the main points I want to get out is, like you said, don't let social media define who you are. If you don't like who you see in the mirror, then work on that person. Right. If you don't like your weight, how you look, there's plenty of ways that for you to help improve that. You can get, you know, designers, stylists. I mean, especially now during COVID, there's a lot of people at home. People want to make extra money. Um, you know, there's, there's ways to do it. There's plenty of YouTube channels and YouTube videos when doing your hair, losing weight, eating right. better, eating right. You know, like I said, you can always talk to a therapist. Um, you can go to doctors. You know, there's so many ways to improve the way you look That's so right. that you can feel more comfortable with yourself. That's right. But never, never work and do improvement to keep somebody, to get somebody, right. or anything. Because you will always be a slave to that body. That's you will right. always be a slave to that person. And you will never satisfy them. That's right. You have to satisfy yourself. Bravo. So Live. don't don't look at social media. If you see somebody got a new car, new house, new this, new that, new man, new baby, new everything. First of all, you don't know the house could be raggedy. It could be in foreclosure. It may not even be their damn house. They got a new man. He could be he could be a child molester, a pervert. That's he could be right. Short, bald. That's he right. He got no penis. He he's using a strap on. You don't know what <laughs> he's going on. You know. You know, you see somebody with a full head of hair. You don't know if that's not a wig or, you know, they done stole it or they, you know, you know, photoshopped it or whatever they do. There's a whole bunch of videos for that. You see somebody with a nice body. You don't know once they get out of that, you know, line of picture, when they go home and they go to bed, then guess what? You know, the the the, the weight and everything, you know, they remove that waist trainer, honey, and it's and the, the flab is pouring out like a bucket of water. Right. Okay, so you don't know what's going on with people. 
You don't right. know what you see. You know, somebody showing a nice manicure, pedicure could be somebody else's feet, honey, because they got hammer time and it, it's rocket time and, and all kind of time going on in there. You know what I'm saying? So right. just be proud of who you are. And if you need someone to talk to, you know Get it in, baby. You can contact the professor at Love, Sex, and Relationships dot com www.lovesexandrelationships.com you can um connect with me for a free consultation or you can just text me if you want to chat chat because i do have a chat box on there and you can also reach what listen to this podcast again download it you know, so download it the website too but you can download it from live 365 on the uh, bowl of soul network and then and we have a new hot uh, podcast coming out every Wednesday at 10 o'clock. Yes. Okay. Look. And I also want to say we got some things boiling for September. You know, that's where the professor in school is in session in September. But go ahead. Listen, like I said, you can catch Love, Sex, Relationships on the Ebola Soul radio network on Live 365. Just look for a bowl of soul. We come on Wednesdays at 10 p.m. And make sure you check out the fabulous lineup of shows that are on a bowl of soul from Monday to Sunday. Right? And also get your fix of classic soul and new R&B. Make sure you download this podcast. You can download this podcast from her website. You can also go to redcircle.com and also in Google Podcasts as well um to listen to the show and take it with you to go put it on your mobile device and you can just listen intently and make sure you reach out to the professor if you have any questions about anything going on in your life you know because it's very important for us to be whole to be healed to be whole and live productive spiritual and sexual lives what you think professor Absolutely. Be whole and be happy. The most right. important on is be happy with who and what you are. Because right. God didn't make no mistakes. That's God, right. Allah, Jehovah, right. Uh, Buddha. the ancestors, Buddha, um, who else? Santa Claus, whoever you want to add on the list. Jehovah, <laughs> it doesn't matter. All right. Okay. So, this is it. Have a great day, morning, and you're listening to Love, Sex, and Relationships. Have a great day time in your life. Good night.